What's up, world? It's your boy Wes. And it's your boy Mosby. Coming at you with that locker room talk and the shorts on the sports. Where we keeping you locked in on the scores, but on the inside, it's a whole lot more. Because what's said inside the locker room stays inside the locker room. What's going on, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of Inside the Locker yes, Room, sir. episode two. E2. 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 You feel me? Um, Wes? Yes, sir. Make sure y'all close that door behind you, because this is the only place where you get that locker room talk and the shorts on the sports. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Stephen Moser. You hear my boy, Wes? Your boy, Wes. You feel me? And we got some special <laughs> guests in the building. Oh hey, hey, by the way, y'all, this is a very special episode because we got three special guests, my brothers, in the building. We so first, we're going to uh, start off with my with my boy, Josh. What's going on? Josh Evans in the building. We're stepping into the locker room. <laughs> we, we, we about to get it popping. And Steve, you know, that's my boy. He's been saying some crazy stuff, so. We about to, we about, we about, we, we about to get, we about to get it together oh, today. He ready for that? We about to get to the day. Um, <laughs> shout out to Josh because he is also here from down to the wire five one three. Um, and we appreciate him coming on to the show. Uh, Kenny, let's know. Give him a little intro, baby. What's up? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Kenny Russell here. You know, come here to shed some light on some on some good sports talk. Okay. Enlighten, okay. enlighten everybody. Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's get to it. That's my my good my good brother-in-law and now my 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 brother my brother brother ISO 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 in the house the funniest most unfunny guy you ever meet in your life we about to talk that good talk today shout out to inside the locker room let's get a pop man let's go let's go let's do it all right so um our guest uh Josh uh he was here from down from the wire or down to the wire. Um, and we wanted to give him a special little segment for him coming on to the show since he did bring us on to um, his radio show. Um, and so we want to call this special, 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 special mm-hmm. segment mm-hmm. Uh, Down to the Buzzer. Ooh. All right. And the way we're going to do this, uh, Josh, is we have about, well, I don't even know how many questions this is, but you got 30 seconds to answer them all. Okay, all right. Rapid fire. Okay, rapid let's go. fire. I'm all about rapid fire. All right. Rapid uh, fire minute. Can I get a can I get a buzzer please or a, a timer please? Everybody got cell phones. Is somebody going? I got the buzzer. He got him. <laughs> <laughs> he got him. Iso, he got Iso, Iso. You need the air horn too? I got that. Nah, we just need the timer to make sure it's a 30 seconds. Don DeMarco, let's go. Alright. Josh. Let's shoot. We are gonna go live in three, two. First question. Who's your favorite team? Lakers. Okay. Favorite color? Blue. Favorite animal? Giraffe. Is it pronounced pecan or pecan? Dang. Pecan. No, pecan. Pecan. Okay. Pecan. NFL or NBA? NBA. Tom Brady or Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. <laughs> Favorite artist? Uh, Drake. Five. Favorite album? Uh, take care. <laughs> Would you rather time travel or be invincible? Invincible. Mm-hmm. Ah, that was okay. close. It now was we close. did have two, but that is a good one. That that we had two questions left. Uh, I, I would rather just ask you these questions just because. I would actually, Invincible is kind of quick. I would have really like prefer the time travel. But, <laughs> 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 I would like, really prefer the time travel. Okay. Like, you know, time's up. Gotta have a power. Like yeah. All right. So, I mean, it, it's decent. You, got, you had two questions left on the board, but that's enough. That'll get you about, uh, what? 50 points? Uh, 50 points if this family feud. Uh, so, so that's a little fun little segment we wanted to do um, just to get us started into uh, our topics for the day. Um, since this is NFL Sunday, oh my God, we are in week three, and uh, there was a couple of good games that we uh, that have already happened. Um, currently, as we are speaking, the Dallas Cowboys and the Seahawks are uh, in a nice little battle. So, um, I'm going to open this up to the locker room because we got to talk about it. Um, One, 
the Houston Texans are 0-3 now. They lost to my beloved Steelers. Oh my um, but there's a couple other teams out there that I believe are 0-3. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we do want to talk about who do we think has a losing record so far that has a potential to make it to the playoffs and make a legitimate run. Now, the Eagles are very easy to to loud on, but I know our, our boy Josh here is a Cowboys fan. <laughs> So I, I just I have to I have to ask this question, Josh. Will the Gal- Dallas Cowboys win the division? I thought she was gonna say Super Bowl. No, 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 no. Yes, you know. Okay. Okay. No, but um, yeah, they're gonna win the division. I they just got the most balanced team. Uh, I mean, they they could blow it. I kind of I kind of I kind of you know. Kind of wouldn't mind if they blew it because then Dak doesn't get paid. But I want Dak to get paid, but not necessarily on my team. If that <laughs> makes sense. All right. No, I I don't. He ain't he ain't that. After last week, that improvement, bro. That's a regular season. I'm just, bro, I'm, just I'm just saying, and I'm just saying, he ain't told me that he can be the highest paid quarterback of all time yet. Okay, that's true. Sure. And if he showed me that, that's then you know, good. if he earned that, then he get, he get what he get. But as of right now. Season, I mean, decent season. If he makes it past the first round of playoffs. They're gonna pay him that kind of money because that's just the market. That's right. okay. That's facts. That's that's facts. facts. So okay. I'm kind of little, you know. You know, if that's, he made, fair. that's fair. That's That's fair. Uh, I'm thinking long term. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, Kenny. So I know you are a Pats fan. Yes, sir. Uh, just like Wes out here. So y'all are currently, I believe, y'all are not. Um, we're two and one. Okay. So who's leading? The Bills in the division right now? I yeah, think the they just went 3-0. 3-0, yes. Okay. So let me, let me know. How's that division going to pan out, good brother? Talk to him, Kenny. Patriots going to win the division. Talk to him, Kenny. <laughs> Talk to him. I, mean, I, I, I will be honest. They, they, may, they may split with Buffalo one one game each, but uh, <laughs> there's no, no doubt. There's no doubt. You okay. see, it's, it's a two-team race. And it, it it really, we've seen what's happened over the last few years, and it really didn't matter who we playing against as long as it's the division, right? And we it, we every year, Patriots come in, mm-hmm. they do what they got to do, and they keep it moving, right? We look for the playoffs. That's how we play. We play for the playoffs. Hey, what about the division? Hey, what about the, okay. All right. Appreciate that, uh, You know what? I, I I did want to I did want to just let y'all know. That I am a fan of Cam Newton, uh, but right now, who was the first couple teams that the, the Patriots have played? Y'all played the Seahawks, the Seahawks, and then the Dolphins, the and then the Raiders today. Yeah, today, right. So out of the two, I mean, with the Seahawks being an exception, the I mean, Raiders I mean, did need, just beat the Saints. But listen, that's man, that's not a Saints team that we we expected, count. man. Week one as a good sign of anything because yeah. that was first. We won. It was first uh, first taste of football for everybody, right? That's bad. That was a preseason game, regardless of who your opponent was. Okay. That's the way how I look at it. Okay. Um, week two, a little bit more realistic uh, sample size of what's really going on. And, and now, as you see, week three is just folding out. We kind of get a good picture of who really got something. Okay. And who really don't. Okay. They just out here playing football. That's so, facts. That's facts. I, I mean... Yeah, I can't be, but then again, Miami came came and they. Uh, I thought they was gonna get blasted by uh, the Jaguars last week or, or the other day, right? Freaking Mitchell. And <laughs> look, this year, 2020, bro, it, it ain't no telling what's gonna happen. This okay. is gonna be a, a a mirror of of the NBA bubble, the way I feel. Is you gonna have a couple teams that you know are there, but then it's gonna be a real live toss up. For the the remaining, you have about four teams that are all right. They they should should be here, but then the rest of these teams, there's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be a lot of little. I have a question about that, by the way. Um, all right, so recent news came out about the Atlanta Falcons, um, and their corner was it. It was. I think his name is like AJ Terrell or something like that. Are I can't we really about remember. Firing Dan Quinn yet? Uh, we oh, would definitely oh, get into that. But 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 Kenny had brought up a really good point about 
you know, this is like the NFL bubble version of what the NBA had put together. But now that we've had our first test or taste of COVID hitting the NFL, I do wonder how that's going to affect, like, the longevity of this season. So I did want to open that up to the floor because if, if in fact, there's a bunch of other people on the Falcons that test positive and they have to start delaying games, how are we thinking this season going to pan out? And is there going to be an asterisk next to this Super Bowl? Well, you know, uh, if if it, if it doesn't work out regularly like it should and where everybody has an equal opportunity, then it's an asterisk by it. But if, but if these are, you know, unprecedented times, so you can't you can't put an asterisk by something like the NBA season. Everybody had an equal opportunity. Everybody didn't have fans. Everybody didn't, you know, everybody was on an equal playing field. Yeah, home field, uh, home court advantage helps and stuff like that, but... Uh, to more specifically to your question, um, I don't know how it's gonna go. It's gonna be, it's already tough because they're not like locked up, kind of like the NBA players are. So they getting to go home and kick it around people. They somebody bound to get it. You know the number. I'm exactly. surprised it took this long. Exactly. That's true. So, exactly. so you know, just, That's if you're true. just playing the numbers, you know. Okay. So I, I honestly on uh, down to the wire a couple weeks ago, I I said that I didn't think they were gonna get through a full season. Normally, I think it's gonna have to get extended. Some they play into the winter already, so okay. Let's add a couple, you know, a couple with Super Bowl in March, maybe. I think you, they, you, you know, <laughs> if need be, I think they need to uh, be a little proactive. And, and so, uh, 53 people on the roster, right? Mm-hmm. So, realistically, do I need 53 people in this atmosphere all together oh, every day, yeah, right? Point. So. Really, you got guy. They get caught up from the practice squad. All that, I get it. Injuries and stuff gonna happen, and you could still do all that. But if you ain't playing realistically, I don't need you around here twenty four seven. Like I need the players that first, second, third string. After that, them other twenty players or whatever it may be, they don't need to be around. Stay in shape, do your thing, but but be ready, of course, because that's what it is anyway. You standing around, you waiting. Um, or maybe you know, it's being in a stadium, still in a stadium, but somewhere else. Somewhere you know, else. My know, point is, if they all together, ain't no social. Ima- I mean, imagine <laughs> when you when you could trace when you could trace your star player. He done he done caught COVID, and then he done caught it from the last player on the bench. Mm-hmm. That's the dumb, that'd be the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah, good point. Uh, okay, good it, point. You can't. You just, good point. Now, who's at fault there? Is and, it? and that's where the asterisks will start to begin because it's like because if, if you can continue to play and it's like Russell Wilson ain't play. Yeah. Then did you really win? That's, you know, that's true. That's true. I that. that's true. That's you can't, true. You can't stop the show for one player. True. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, right? It's going. It's next man up. We're seeing it with the injuries, and in, and with all these injuries that have happened so far, we're seeing some talent. I mean, that's look. True. And granted, we we don't know if it's really. It might just be shock value, real quick, right? But at the end of the day, if you could put up the numbers, you could put up the numbers one way or another. So. I mean, or at the very least, people are at least being having a chance to prove that they belong. Okay. Some guys, they're good, and we never know they're good until they seventh year. If that, right? So it, it, it's yeah. – so, I mean, it might be second or third years, like Malcolm Brown, something like that, right? been yeah. with them a couple years, but he – Gurley's gone, but all the stuff never happened with Gurley. We never know about this guy. You see, they undrafted two running backs back to back to back. They don't or three, whatever. They they don't know what they gonna get. But then once that guy gets that shot, they're like, oh, we we might be cool at this position, and now we can go go spread out and find out where uh, we could make our talent a little bit better across the board. Okay. So, as much as I'm not a fan, I mean, I, nobody's a fan of what's happening with the COVID thing, but it's definitely causing the league to open his eyes and, and realize what's really around, right? Yeah. 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 We, they playing football. Let's see whoever can play can play. Okay. Hey, you, you made a very uh, good you point. You he was definitely, you did you have anything you wanted to say, Wes, about that? I mean, I, see, I definitely agree with what he's saying with the 53-man roster and the practice squad player. I think with the practice squad players, you shouldn't – they don't need to be there. Or like he said, put them up in the stands. I mean, I think Tampa Bay is doing that. They putting people up in the stands and things like that. So, 
I think that'll be a little bit better because the practice squad players are probably the players that are mainly more out than right. your first or second right. or third. But I think they need to keep the 53 man because we see these injuries. It's somebody going down almost yes. every week. Yeah. So you got to you gotta have somebody out yeah. there with it because you'll get to the point if you do yeah. cut somebody or you cut them down to just the third, one, two, three, those four and five at the bottom, they won't be there. And you'd be like, all right, who we going to put in? Yeah. Then you're going to start putting people in that probably never done something or never right. played a position right. before. Right. Then you start getting a little, yeah. start getting in a little area, that little gray area where you get a little hasty at. And but my, my point is that we just they need to be thinking about yeah, this, right? It's, it's yeah. not that because – they get caught with their pants down. It's gonna be a bad situation for everybody, and it's too much money to be lost for this season to, to stop. Just like with the NBA, right? It's too much money to be lost. Yeah, you can recoup an amount of it, but ain't nobody trying to lose no money, no matter who you are. And this is too much money when it comes to the NFL, right? It's too much, man. So okay, okay. So all right. I have one last question I had to ask because of the fact that it's all relative to the real question I wanted to ask. So AJ Terrell or whatever his name is, he was put on what they call COVID reserve. Now I don't know how that affects kind of a roster spot and like how like IR affects roster spots. Uh, but with the amount of injuries that we've seen, this is this is putting the NFL in some new territory here. Like we haven't seen this amount of injuries happening at once mm-hmm. to marquee players. So my question is, does this justify preseason games? And also, does this kind of justify like the approach that the NBA took about ex the the NBA essentially did not allow like certain teams to come in that were not going to be competitive and granted they were a little bit closer to their postseason than we are now with the NFL but how is this going to start affecting how the league should be looking at a team like the Jets or the Giants and things of that nature where Saquon Barkley's out for the season and they're not looking competitive so they cannot look competitive, but then they, they come across a lucky stretch where maybe their opponents got injury issues and they're able to win some games. And then they uh, – Two times the Giants won the Super Bowl. It, they, yeah, seven, so, so, like, I, look. You know, you, and they wasn't looking that competitive so, the whole time. I don't think they, – they won't have that luxury like the, like the NBA. Plus, it's, it's 16 – got so many games compared right, to right. – Even now, if the season's just started this year, you still got less games than what the NBA had remaining. Okay. Right? And – you already knew who was all the way out. It's too early. So yeah, mathematically, everybody's in. Everybody's still in there. So maybe week ten, week eight, maybe we can we got a better picture of what's going on. But even then, it's still too. I believe it's still too early. I'm people just saying. People be mathematically out until like week fourteen. You gotta you yeah. <laughs> people gonna they gonna have to play. Okay. They gonna have to play and <laughs> every the thing is, even if you you get that bad luck, right? Honestly, everybody has the same chances of of falling on the same hardship. So, right. COVID is a challenge, but the playing field is still even across the board. Okay. Because it's going to be teams that we thought were going to be good that ain't they going to be out now because oh, they yeah. start player yep. ain't there and they don't know how to make it up. So that's going to make room for somebody who shouldn't be there. <laughs> But they they fall into that perfect stretch of games or whatever, or they surprise somebody, do something magical, and now they in there. So they won't have the luxury of trying to say, all right, nah, not y'all. <laughs> you got to let everybody come to the dance. The nerds get in too, so it don't matter. Come on. So. <laughs> well, Tosh, do you think that this justifies the preseason, though? Oh, yeah. I think that maybe not four games, but uh, the, the guys, as far as injuries, not even talking COVID, the guys need to just get their bodies back in. Maybe a series or two. And I, I uh, some of my co-hosts on my show, they don't think they're kind of 50-50 on it. Think it's kind of okay. freak accidents kind of stuff, which is, I mean, it could be yeah, that. But, right. you know, but um, it kind of, I think they just need to, you know, work. And it's kind of tough to go from this and all the way back to right back into it. 
be trying to limit at least two games. Some of these teams are looking bad right now. Maybe they just ain't in the groove yet. If somebody wants to look good, they just low. The, the, they had that one moment like that. If you think about it, the year that the Colts won the Super Bowl, they went 0-4 the preseason. It's like, okay, maybe we got to figure a couple things out that don't this don't count yet. Like a preseason would have been very good for Tom Brady this year. Yes. You know, it showed it showed it showed week one, you know. Now look at him. He's looking like money. You know what I'm saying? And the, the thing about it is, the the stars ain't even the ones really playing in the preseason anyway. Mm-hmm. To about game three or four, so mm-hmm. if you cut it down to two. But it, it's, and it, it, so if you ask me, the first two games is for real, so people can make the team, so it don't hurt nothing Thanks. but the players, in, in my opinion. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Well, <laughs> I I like that. Did you have any any last uh, minute comments you wanted to make on that? Only thing I gotta say about preseason is like like Josh and like Kenny said. You know, Cut it down. You can cut it down to like one or two games, but the first two is good for people to get onto the roster and that stuff because you need those. Facts. But you know, you at least just need really one or two games because that's what's gonna get you in rhythm. That's yeah. you, you need at least something like yeah, you can do all these live action and practice, yep. you know, games and stuff like that. Go and get your defense, but you need to face somebody else that you just don't know. Like you just don't know yet. You don't know what I'm gonna do against you yet, and just let everything be off script. Okay, so they can get to learn a little bit. So I definitely think just keep it at you know one or two. Preseason games, yeah. probably. I don't know. I don't know if that would have saved the injuries or this and that because, I mean, no, it's still fo- it's still football, and these guys were sitting down, you know, a few months ago, just sitting down in the house not too long because everything yeah. shut down. So it's kind of played into the fire. Yeah, so that's that's a t- it's a tough call to say with everything going on. So it's kind of up and down with everything, but I still think there should be a preseason, but cut it down to like one or two. Okay. At most. Okay. At most. So I'm glad we got that out the way because. Um, even though the NFL is currently in play right now with a couple of teams, uh, we, this is the open locker room. So, you know, we talk about all the sports, you feel me? And so, I'm glad I brought up the, the topic of asterisk, uh, because this NBA season is almost going to come to a close, uh, depending on what happens with this uh, Heat and Celtics game tonight. Uh, and so... Go Lakers! I, I yeah. have to... I have to... I have to open this up to the the table. Uh, what are we thinking about this this Heat and Celtics game? First off, thoughts. Man, man uh, I think the NBA would love the Celtics to make it to the to the M- NBA championship. But the Heat look pretty good. You know, it's tough. I think, but the views will be really good. I think the Lakers will sweep them. Personally, well, the I mean, they might give the, the, the Heat. They'll beat them five, but. I don't see nobody stopping Bron now. They they just ain't got enough size, and you know they they. I've been surprised in these playoffs, some, but <laughs> I just you know I think it's looking like it's Kobe. Kobe passed away oh, this year. I know it. I know. I know it feel like. I know it kind of feel. I know it kind of feel like you know that didn't happen this year because so much stuff been going on. Yeah, but, but this is you no. Know, the NBA's you need a feel good story. I, I'm not saying That's it's rigged or anything, but you know it's. Just, I it's feel like it's maybe it. just meant to be. Okay, okay. <laughs> K- Kenny. <laughs> I, look, I, I'm I'm not a LeBron fan, right? But uh, I cannot argue with with the statement that Josh just made. Uh, everybody does love a feel good story, and uh, I, I mean, now I do think that the Heat have a much better chance to five games if they were to make it to the finals. Um, Why I'm, though? Why? They they've proven to be a, a resilient team, Facts. I believe. Facts. And you got a dog like Jimmy Butler who don't care that you LeBron. This is true. And I'm not look. I don't know what type of matchups. Uh, now I'm hypothetical, of course. Actually, let's rewind. Let's rewind. I. I you said they have a better team to match up against the Lakers. I think they 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 play better team basketball. Okay. Uh, and they got they got some snipers over there for one. That's true. And every the rest of those players, they 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 they, they gritty. They don't. It ain't just being star. It's about who who balling. On the Lakers, and I'm not. They the Lakers, and they got they got the two pieces that you need to really win. But what happens when that when them engines ain't running? When them engines, they show that they can drop the ball. Now, granted, the other team drop the ball, give it right back to them. Don't get me wrong, but. <laughs> I don't think that so far you haven't seen uh, 
Miami really do that. So if they were to be there, they gonna capitalize on that opportunity. And they rugged. They they really rugged and they they will play physical. They not they not you saw what they did to um <laughs> man neutralize neutralized them, right? And I that clearly ain't gonna be so easy to do. But it's a team effort and the way they playing offensively, the Lakers gonna have to stop that. That ain't gonna be easy to do. Cause it don't anybody can get their day off. And I'm not I'm not knocking a Vogel as a coach or anything like that, but can he be fluid as we know Eric Spoelstra could be? Right. Right? right? Can he can he make them adjustments like this? Like, oh, we getting killed by somebody who we ain't supposed to be killed by. They gonna keep feeding them what we gonna do. And then you try to make that that big adjustment to that guy who having a high night. Well then you gonna have a Jimmy Butler come or Tyler Hero do what he just did. And start pulling from all over the floor, and then it's civilization collapses after that. So I'm, I I mean, and I'm not. I don't want to count the Celtics out, but I think that uh, they they got time. They got they young boys got time to get their chance. Uh, I I would like to see Miami win, not because I like Miami, but this is where we at in the playoffs, and um. I'm not a LeBron fan. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I get it. ISO Radio. ISO. Um, what are we thinking about this matchup? The matchup between the Lakers and well, no, Heat the Heat Celtics. But and then and and picking whoever you think is going to come out of this. How's that going to affect your finals prediction? I mean, if you know basketball, the the NBA is that's a just a historic rivalry between the Heat and the Celtics. So I mean, that's that goes. If you're a real basketball fan, everybody knows that's. That's just basketball, you know what I'm saying? And I think that will always be basketball because that rivalry go past, you know, generations before our your podcast got started, the first podcast got started. So I think, you know, as far as when it goes with that, like, that's just NBA. When it comes to my personal prediction, I got to agree. My fact, if you ain't heard the first episode, I think Wesley was spot on when he said, the Heat was the uh, a team to, to watch out for because I don't think, honestly, and this is me being completely honest, I don't think there was no one in this earth that really thought the Heat would be where they at. And especially as far as how they've been doing it. It's not like they've been itching by like how the, the Nuggets came from behind to win. They've been beating people convincingly. And that's not that's not something like, oh, okay, they just they just playing they just the, the basketballs just so happen to go their way that day. No, they're playing like they're really taking those four a.m. workouts seriously. They really trying to ball. So I mean, I, I gotta give it to Jimmy Butler. I was one of the people that said, "Hey, man, Jimmy Butler is a is a is a scab everywhere he go. He's a scab everywhere he go." Hey, I'm a, I'm gonna pass it over. But yeah, I thought hey, I'm one of the cats that think like. Miami, I don't, I don't fool with them like that, but they one of those teams that shoot, and they mind they don't got nothing to lose. People don't think they should be there. They think they should be there, but they like listen. We balling hard. We we playing for each other. They don't have no ego drama, superstar drama. So hey, yeah, like, twenty twenty, you know, anything you know, can happen, baby. You know, at this point is like we ain't even supposed to be here. So you it's know, true. let's just hope they hooping freely. Does it now? That is where come in. Bron got pressure. You, 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 you lose this. That's a legacy hit. It's over. That's gonna hurt. It's a it's a legacy hit. I mean, he's always gonna be he's an already Hall of Famer. You know that ain't the you know that ain't the conversation we having at this point. He he he's he's enshrined first ballot. But uh, you know when we had start having them goat conversations, it's like come on, bro. This time you, no matter what, he ain't gonna be the underdog coming in. True. You know. True. And a couple times, a lot of times in the finals losses, he came in as the the underdog. So, but what do that yeah. mean though? If you're the greatest person in the world, how can you say he an underdog? Like, if you, I'm, I'm the best player in the world, in what situation do I ever come in as an underdog? I know basketball is a team sport, but like, if I'm I'm the greatest player in the world, you don't have anybody to guard me. You have to literally think of a new scheme on how to 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 guard me. How do I ever come in as an underdog? Well. If, you got to rely if, on other people. Yeah, yeah. It's not a one-person game. Even Jordan didn't win until Scotty came around. And then you got LeBron. Think about it with Kyrie and, you know, Love gone. 
He was really yeah. his next best player, and I, I, you know, I give LeBron a lot of hits because I was a hater before he came to the Lakers. Uh, his next best player was Della Vadova. I thought you say Jay Swishington. I mean, if we look at sure, I mean, I mean, I mean, but like you know, no asterisk or nothing. Like that's just the injuries are part of the game. You gotta go out there and hoop. But he he came in. You come in as an underdog in some of those those, those series. No, I'm not saying that's excuses to lose. Mm-hmm. But 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 when you coming in as the not the underdog and you know you supposed to win, that's also something else too. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. Okay, you got something to look like you got something to say on that. I, I don't. I, I just. I, I think that he he he. He's not allowed. This season, he's not allowed to not win. Yeah, he can't come not because to that at that sure. point his legacy is in question for real. I believe that's my personal opinion, right? And I'm I've always made the argument, and I say stuff just to say it. He's definitely top four, top five to me, right? Right. Mm-hmm. However you want to make him great, whatever your your position for him is, right? And that's with all his, he made some, tri- he had some triumphs, he definitely had some tribulations, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. And and in some of them, in some of them losses, right? I, I don't want to make a case for him, and I don't think some of them, nah, you lost and you should have won. Right. But this one, after pulling all the strings you did in Cleveland and shipping people, getting people back, kicking them back out, and then you say, oh, nah, 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 I don't want this at all. I'm going to go over here. Then you do it again, and you ship some more people, made them have a whole nother career path and everything, and you, you, you get uh, AD over there, and then y'all go take off like y'all did. And then COVID hit, and then I don't want to say it got easier, but some things may have happened if the bubble didn't take place right. and it could might have been a different landscape the the playoff format the uh the seating may have been a little bit different possibly uh this is the year i don't, I don't mean to cut you off bro but one of the things I, I i get bothered by that these cats get paid millions of dollars and i feel like you get paid paid millions of dollars because you in a mode that you got to stay ready. So to let these cast off the hook by saying, oh, COVID happened, yeah, and that was a worldwide pandemic. Yeah, that's cool, and I understand it changed the landscape, but, like, these these casters paid million of dollars to, to, do, to play basketball, not just to play basketball, but play it at a high level. So, I mean, yeah, do the break take a, you know, does, does that, can you, ha- do you take that into account? Absolutely. But still, I feel like, listen, there was cats, and you have to say it. There was cats that took that break serious, that lose use it as a preseason. I'm about to grind to get better break, and cats that didn't. And so I feel like right now we experiencing like go back to what 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 you said, Steve. The Heat is one of them teams that use that time that break off the bubble to really elevate their game, okay. and that's why we here now talking okay. about them. Okay. Do you have anything you would like to say? Um, we just we just talking about the Heat. Celtics. Yeah, we still talking about it because I mean this. After this game, after the, the Heat and Celtics, it, it's just going to be finals talk after this, and that's going to be for another episode. But what, what else can I say? You've heard it all season. I've been uh, the biggest Heat fan ever you since. Have. You and have. I'm a, I'm a LA you fan. Have. I'm yeah. a LA fan, I'm but yeah, like the Heat is. I mean, we we know what they is. They have a, a selfless superstar, Jimmy Butler. He ain't no. Right. I want it. I want to score twenty. He I don't care what he got to do. I, I I gotta. <laughs> you you have to give him his flowers. Yeah, I apologize because I was calling him a cancer, and it looks like it just was maybe the organizations that didn't want to win. Oh, it really he, was. He was holding them to a standard they wasn't holding themselves to, and now he got somewhere where. His, and you know that Pat Riley backing man. Yeah, He's it, to win. like this. This we gonna. Oh, yeah, we got somebody who really want it. Y'all gonna have to want it too, and that's where you see these work hard guys like a uh, Kendrick Nunn or uh, Adebayo and all. Yeah, they these guys is selfless, and they like, hey, come on, we are gonna work hard, and the game gonna open up for us. And that's it's crazy because it sounds cliche because that's what you hear in every sports movie, every team you play for. We we work hard, and and everything else gonna work out, and that's hard for people to buy into, especially when you're a star player and they don't. And that's why they don't reap them benefits of actually doing that. This is going to be one of those teams where, look, we, we, we do what we're supposed to do. Everybody play their role. 
and we can we can get somewhere. I, go ahead. Uh, the last thing, uh, we I know I didn't, you know, I didn't want to interrupt anybody. Nah, go like, ahead. Like, it's open discussion, yeah, it's baby. Open. If LeBron James loses, it's bigger than him losing to the Mavericks. I just got to put that out there. If he loses this season, it's bigger yeah, than him. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Y'all said it earlier. I'm the, I'm the one of the biggest Kobe Kobe fans in the world. If you if this is a tribute to Kobe, nah, cuz it's over. You're gonna have to pack up and leave LA. You're gonna have to leave LA because you are you had to deal with some trouble when you first landed there and then you you prove you gained the trust of everybody. You can't lose that here. Then your last picture, Kobe Bryant slapping your hand. It's Kobe's last picture. It's him slapping LeBron and telling me up next. Yeah, look, you gotta think. Show me. Even when Kobe passed, right, and every you hear all, all the look, whatever people was talking about as far as uh, LeBron when he passed him up on the scoring list and all that, right? People, even Kobe fans accepted that. I, I believe nobody was like as opposed to it. Like I figured they would have been. Well, it's because Kobe was open to. That's why I'm, I'm being enough. serious. Kobe's last picture on Instagram. Give me love. It's him dapping up LeBron, telling me he up next. The narrative is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Is I'm, real just saying, crazy. Man. I'm just saying. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's gonna be great for LeBron legacy, or it can be, be bad. Nice. And it, if it's bad, he, he ain't gonna be able to come back from that. Nobody can judge his ability, though, bro. So he, he, he always a big Yeah, that's what That's what basketball is. Legacy is legacy. Okay, his legacy. His legacy is first of all, his legacy was tainted, in my opinion. And this is when I think, believe when it first started. When he left my, uh, when he left Cleveland the first time. He recouped that though. Okay, so I'm saying his legacy was there. And matter of fact, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. People's legacy, LeBron, will not be in Cleveland. It'll be more so Miami. So, like, I don't care what nobody talking about. Yeah, he got drafted in Cleveland. It should be in Miami, but guess okay, what? It's it not, will be in it's Miami. It's going to be based off it's what he's doing in L.A. It's, it's going to be Cleveland, Cleveland, man. I don't believe that. He took. he brought one there. He brought one there after he did what? He After he brought Miami, what, two? Yeah. Going on three? I think that, and it, it shouldn't be this way. I think that if he went in L.A., for whatever reason, that's gonna overrule everything else. If he went to LA, that's gonna be the biggest. That's gonna be the biggest ring for him. Yeah. Not that it should be, but it's just gonna. It's media, right? The media gonna make right. more out exactly. of it than anything else. Because exactly. no matter what, we all we all do it. We forget the past after a certain time. We might jump into it for an argument, but we don't really. We forget the meaningfulness of a lot of things. So that Cleveland ring, that was the biggest one. The big one. But he went to LA with everything that's happened. With Kobe and being in LA and all that stuff, if he wins there, it's gonna suit. They might give him a statue, even if he wouldn't, de- even if he didn't deserve it, just because you got the biggest superstar and top two biggest superstars in NBA history, right? I can't say he's a bigger name than Jordan, but he's there, and it's the Lakers, and it's a championship, and the, the way it all came together and the way he's changed the game from a business side he he's a megastar that you really can't compare anything anybody to it holds weight whether it should or not and i don't think it should but it does and the fact if he does that in la they gonna have they gonna get they don't got to but they gonna give him one so so um i have to I'm gonna say this before I, I get into our very our our last conversation before we, you know, end the podcast off. Um, I feel like the Lakers are gonna get everything they possibly can handle from either two of these teams. Um, I, but I will say this much: I, I am I am I have to admit I was not expecting the Miami Heat to kind of come out this way. And, and perform this way throughout the, the stretch of the playoffs. But right now, I'm going to be real. It, the, the Heat can't keep this up if they are playing the same way they're playing the Celtics right now against the Lakers. They've, done, they've been in these deficits, these deep deficits, where they have to play back out due to some very accurate three-point shooting. And you know it's a 50-50 ball game. So... I love the, the, what the Heat are doing because they're setting up all their shooters in a really, really nice way. I'm like Duncan Robinson. I mean, he's a he's a liability on defense, but he's giving you everything he possibly can on offense, and that's proven to be, you know, Three. it's it's proven to be worth it's proven to be worth Three. it. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't like I said, you can't keep that up if you thinking you're gonna 
put up a real fight against, you know, LeBron and AD. So that's all I'm going to say. I, I love what the Heat are doing. I personally have picked the Celtics, you know. And it's, it like I said, it's the it Celtics like and the Heat. It sounds like y'all counting the Celtics out kind of a little bit. You know me. I already said I thought the Celtics were going to come out of this. They just look a little but bit more defeated then. I think that seven. I think that game seven took a lot out of their legs. It's not going to be what people think. It may not be, but you got to remember, last time LeBron uh, played the Celtics, he they took him to a game seven. That was early Celtics and 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 Cleveland. But they've been up from between Tatum and Brown. To get there, they've been up, bro. They don't. They, they bench has never been a, the focal point of their offense, bro. But your bench got to be able to produce more than they bench, bro. They, they bench has not. never been a focal point, though. It's always been a starting five. If they starting five ain't playing good, if they can't put up eighty plus points, they usually don't win, bro. I mean, yeah, they might have some nights of oh, somebody like Watermaker might that step mean, up. If, if you can't do this day in and day out. How can you, you say that, bro? They in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not knocking that, that, them. Just because they're in the finals don't mean it ain't I'm a liability. Everybody got a weakness. This matchup, they about to be facing a team that's going to really make you beat them. They're not about to give you no games. You're going to have to come with it. And as you see, ain't nobody came with it, which is why they've been doing what they've been doing. Toughness will prevail in a lot of situations. That's why the Heat prevail a little bit better. The Heat gonna play out way better because they gotta like he's like Kenny said. They have a bunch of people that don't care. Right. They don't care who they going right. against. They don't care. That's what it is. There's not one person on that team I think is scared of Bron. Everybody else on the Celtics. It shows how much of an influence Jimmy Butler had on the rest of these guys. So hey, this gonna be our only. This might be our only chance in here. And if he, and he I'm sure, in the locker room, in the locker room, he probably used himself as a big as a good example of. The the way the reason he was coming at guys like uh Cat the way he was in Wiggins and holding them to a standard because I'm like hey y'all look where we at we ain't gonna have no opportunities like this for real and if y'all don't step y'all game up now you setting the tone for how you gonna your career gonna play out if you look we don't talk about Cat like we was we don't talk about these guys no more because guess what they just there to play basketball now and I'm not I'm. Do your thing, right? Make your money. But if you, you can't wanted, say that, bro, because it, it, people, saying. one of the big things right now in, 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 in NBA was how Bradley Beal was scoring crazy, but the Wizards wasn't winning no games. Cats in a similar situation. Matter of fact, they were closer to the playoffs than I think the, the Wizards were. So, and, and Bradley Beal was balling out. So, I mean, you can't knock these cats like, okay, I'm on a, a terrible team. But I, if I'm balling out, that's what I'm doing when, my job. But what happens when you see terrible teams? Those players, they get more opportunities than they than if they on a good team. They get more. They get Brad balling out. Yeah, he is on a bad team, but he get most shots than he did with John Wall playing. So and he's making the most of it. So at the very least, when the opportunity comes, you got to do something with it. You sure. got to do something with it. I agree with that point, Brad. But it's 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 think about Jimmy Butler. He just he's. He's mentally tougher than the rest of these guys. And he's not scared of you. If you 7'5", he don't matter. He going to come at your neck and tell you what you need to be doing. If you're not living up to what... You got to think. Good players is is no... Mentally is no different than a good coach. They can identify if you got more potential than you're displaying. So, if somebody... You gotta, if a scrub tell you, Hey, nah, you, gonna need, you need to do this. You're going to look at him like, What? Now, if a star come tell you, hey, the same exact thing, you probably going to listen more so to what they're saying to you. Now, with Jimmy, if, if these guys maybe didn't view him as that star, yeah, right? Because yeah. if LeBron, yeah, I get, if LeBron or somebody tell him that, they're going to do it. Whether it's fear or whether it's respect, they're going to do it. Jimmy, they like, bro, bro, you just got traded over here again. Nah, cuz, I'm not listening to you. And as you see. Minnesota still in the same spot they was at, and Philadelphia, right? And 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 Jimmy was putting Philly in good position. It's organization, man. It hey maybe or organization breeds that that winning mentality. The Bulls ain't had a winning uh, mentality since Derrick Rose. Some people have been uh, making the playoffs, and that's know, all they want to do. Minnesota, they just don't know. It. They, they don't have a winning culture, bro. and that's what I'm saying. The culture is important, and the Bulls hasn't been able to get it right since Derrick Rose. Facts. 
you know, and that was that was but their chance. Also, look at that team though, right? And Derrick Rose was a star, but they had a lot of they had a, yeah, a lot of young guys though. But they had cool toughness. They you, you know, got to think they was defense cool was better than their offense Tyler, by far. Tyler, 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 and, then, and, then, and then Derrick Rose was playing at the MVP level. Yeah. But that's, but, not, that's not the Bulls' playing. But my 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 say that's all to say that yeah the culture matters. You it know? does. And le- until you get in a guy like you know a guy like LeBron that could come change your culture a little bit, which what was happening in Cleveland, you know, for a while where it's like okay the expectation is now winning. Mm-hmm. So you know the culture matters, and that's why transcendent players come and change change organizations. That's true. That. That's true. true that. All right, so I'm. All right, I'm liking where this conversation is, is going. Um, I have to ask this because, I mean, it's it, it's all kind of related since we are keeping this subject on playoff basketball. Um, before we, before we uh, kind of end this thing off, I do have to ask this question because we've talked about the Heat, we've talked about the Celtics, we've talked about the Lakers. The only team we have not talked about yet is a team that has now officially been eliminated, which is the Nuggets. I have to ask. Are they for real? Like, is this, is this, has this been the yes. Nuggets coming out party that yes. everybody's been waiting yes. for? Yes. Has Jamal Murray no. come out to be the superstar yes. that we're expecting it. him to be? No. And, and should we be giving the Joker, but definitely all-star. should we be giving the Joker a lot more respect too? The Joker, one of the most skilled players in the league right now. That is a you fact. Better, you better tell him. That is a fact. I think Jamal Murray is what people thought uh, Donovan Mitchell was, was supposed to be. And I, I'm not yeah, saying Donovan Mitchell, so cool. but I, I think that people don't realize that Mitchell was just a, or at least see now, I, I believe this, that he was just a, a product of a, of a good situation at the right time. Mm. Jamal Murray, he's showing those Dame qualities. And I'm not a Dame fan by any means. I'm talking about the way he's, this is how I see it. He He's stepping up in these big moments. And he's making sure that y'all realize that when the game on the line, I'm coming to get it. Okay, I'll take that. Never mind. I thought you was going somewhere else. I thought you <laughs> I'm, not, somewhere I'm else. saying those those stepping up type moments. So oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my comparison to Dame. I'm not okay, saying okay. Dame. Or, I'm saying, though, he's he's growing into his own. On a team, they got a good, solid team across the board. And you got a good guard and you got a good big, a skilled big like that who can open the floor up for you and you can shoot. Even if you ain't that good, you're going to get opportunities that you wouldn't get with some random big who's just there to play de- defense and rebound. Right? So, I think Jamal Murray and Joker, that is a combination to be worried about in these next coming years. Well, I know you say that, but, I, you know, this is the Wild Wild West. And Golden State going to be back next year. I don't know who they picking up, but Clay's back. Steph going to be back full season. People don't really slept on them, you know. Uh, it's gonna be tough, <laughs> you know. They good, but they gonna have to add some pieces. I mean, and I'm not, and you know, it's gonna be tough. What happened? What happened to the Greek freak go there? One hundred percent, it's possible. Okay. I, actually, you know what's crazy? I think the Greek freak go to Miami. Uh, see, well, yeah, he just needs to go where it's three point shooters. But if he's smart, I'm heading uh, to with Steph and Clay, and because them boys ain't missing when you leave them open. That's true. That's true, Ron. And then, and then you how you gonna double team? You can't double team. You can't at that point. That's a nightmare. I mean, yeah, but in, you gotta think. Once you've been injured a couple times, man, you might not be able to bounce back like and get it. Shooting is shooting, but hey. And 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 he and he ain't and he ain't no half flyer. All he doing is shooting. His shot is almost a it's a set shot, and he's gonna be fine. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying injury may now be. Like, when they're on the floor, it might be great, but injury may now be a reoccurring thing to where you're dependent on this, but they're not available to give you that. Is that why Russ is garbage? No, I'm getting off topic. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Hey, he's trying to start some trash. He's trying to start some trash, man. Hey, hey, hey. Where the gloves at? Hey, hey, hey. He, he on my some bad. trash. I'm getting off topic. Getting off topic, my bad. For sure you got off topic. I think Josh knew he was gonna say that all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, alright. Well, I like that fellas. Um I one, I, I do I wish we could have more time on this because there's been a lot of stuff that 
Y'all, y'all drop some gems. But there is definitely some more stuff that I'm sure we're gonna bring be bringing you guys back to talk about for sure. Oh, everybody is welcome inside the locker room. For unfortunately. We we are on a time crunch just because Anchor is is like that. But y'all pay us money, so we, we love y'all, Anchor. Uh, anywho, uh, just so y'all know, uh, next episode we have we are also gonna be coming back with some more guests uh, potentially. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all stay tuned for that. We want to give a big shout out to Down to the Wire. Big Thank shout you, out, man. Thank you, Thank you for having us, man. I mean the co-host will be on. Yes. It could be. You never know. I'm just gonna say. I ain't gonna yes. tell us. This ain't my Talk thing. You know what I'm saying? Never know. <laughs> Talk to him. Talk to him. Uh, ISO Radio. Hey, ISO, 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 ISO. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm in my ISO game. Brother-in-law Kenny dropping the knowledge. Hey, it was a pleasure to be here. Appreciate y'all having me. Uh, next time we gonna get a little bit deeper into Russ. Whatever. <laughs> oh, we gotta talk about Russ. Gotta yes, Russ, <laughs> yes, we are. His lack of winning this whole. <laughs> Ouch. 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 Uh, but yes, we definitely want to thank the fellas for coming in to inside the locker room and dropping uh, dropping that knowledge on us. Uh, like I said, we will definitely be coming back to you guys with some more content soon. Uh, fellas, once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. nutty, buddy. <laughs> so I appreciate it. Um, y'all already know where to follow us. Um, down to the wire, do you you have uh, any followings that you guys? Down to the wire, 513, follow us. We on everything. Okay. IG, uh, Spotify, everything. Mamba Radio, check that out too. And it's a, you know, it's yes, a new sir. radio yes, station. Sir. We on Mamba Radio. Yeah, okay. check yes, it out. sir. Yes, sir. Rod. ISO radio, uh, almost everything. The but the YouTube definitely ISO ISO underscore radio, uh, IG ISO underscore radio fan page on Facebook ISO radio. It's it's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. Wow. It's getting crazy. Kenny, I'm do you have anything you want to say? Thank y'all for having me. <laughs> Patriots to the Super Bowl. Oh man! All right. Okay. Well, bet that. Um, thank y'all again. Um, as y'all know, we you know where to find us at. Um, please, if y'all like this episode, subscribe. Uh, leave drop some feedback. Drop, drop them the in the comments. Y'all already know how we coming. Um, as for me, I'm your boy Steve Mose. Your boy Wes with another one. With another one, and this is another episode of Inside the Locker Room. Peace, peace. <laughs>